I got it on with one chick, and you know, we went into her bedroom, bro, and we took that bed down. <laughs> uh, but we didn't, we didn't stop. And I knew it was my weight. Welcome to a new episode of the Living Large Podcast. I am Trey Garcia, your host with my other host, my homeboy. Yes, Sam, Sam Garcia. How's everybody doing? All right, all right, all right. Very good. So before we get started, let me do that little quick intro. We are, just so everybody knows, we are available on all podcast platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify. We're all there. And if you want to send us some comments or questions... Uh, go ahead and hit our Instagram, which is also the Living Large Podcast, and we'll respond to comments or questions or anything like that and expose them on air. Talk about them on air if they're good questions, of course. Uh, but Yeah, exactly. But anyways, so today's episode, we are talking about tight places. Like, in other words, fitting into tight places like uh, restaurant booths or... I don't know, like a, a chair at a at a bus stop or or in a desk, carnival ride, carnival ride, whatever it is. The uncomfortableness just to sit down. That's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's a, it's a nightmare. It is a nightmare. It's a nightmare. So, I guess I'll I'll hit you. Uh, I'll ask you a question, Sam. Yeah, go ahead. Give me your worst story when you come into. A restaurant or any kind of location and you notice that the chair you're about to sit in it was not going to happen or experience something uncomfortable um it, it has it, it it happened on a date Ooh, oh it happened man. yes no yeah it, it yeah it happened on a date we went to a restaurant and I should have been aware of the situation, but I was caught off guard. We went to a new restaurant that me and her have never been to. Mm -hmm. We showed up at the restaurant, man, and I asked for a booth. You know, we went to, you know, we go to the booth or whatever. Dude, dude, um, I literally... I couldn't fit, but I made myself squeeze in Ugh. to the point, oh. yeah, to the point where my stomach was being squeezed between the, 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 the you know, the boot and the table. Mm. And I was, and I was trying to see if I could move the table, but it was bolted on the ground. Yikes. So I couldn't even bend, like, so when we order food or stuff, whatever, yeah. when we order food, um, I you can't even bend forward, you know, to 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 eat. And and I remember it was our first date, man. And I remember her telling me, "Are you comfortable over there?" Mm. Oh, dude! Oh. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, you know what? I want to end. I want to end this podcast early, man. That's that that crushed me, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it 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 was on one of my first dates and. And um, and it was it was a hard lesson, man. It was a hard, and I knew I knew that that 
I had screwed up soon as I, because every time I walk into the restaurant, because of my size, I have to scope it out. Mm. You know, is there chairs? You know, I'd rather sit on a chair where I can, you know, sit back or whatever, cause my stomach or whatever, my size. I did it. We, we went, we, we, we had, you know, I asked for the booth and, and I paid the price, bro. And, and it was just an uncomfortable, uncomfortable two, three hours of my life. Oh, bro. I'll be honest with you, man. I never really dated uh, when I was at my biggest. So I don't really have okay. that kind of yeah, experience. Yeah, but I do recall, coincidentally, we did an episode a couple of weeks ago about buffets. I remember going with a couple of friends to a buffet yeah. restaurant. And it was one I'd never really been to. And this was when I was about 3.30, 3.40, around there. And I was all belly, bro. All belly. And yeah. I got excited at the buffet restaurant. And everybody else took a seat. It was one of those where I tell everybody, go yeah. take a seat. And I tell them, give me this drink. And I just went straight to the buffet. I didn't even know where they were sitting. So, of course, I make a plate the size of a bowling ball on top of a little styrofoam plate, you know. Oh, and I, I'm ahead. looking for my friends and they're sitting at a booth. And in my head, I, I just told myself, man, I hope yeah. I fit <laughs> like walking over there. And then I remember telling myself, it's a fucking buffet. Like, they, big motherfuckers come here all the time. They got to have the tables that are not welded to the floor. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. they got to have, like, the little where you could push forward and push back. So that way I could have a little bit of give. But no, bro. These were the, the tables that were welded on the yeah, side of the yeah. wall. Not even They didn't even have legs. It was just, like, the side of the wall. Yeah, exactly. So I see it, dude, and I approach, and there was... Like, I did the measurement in my head, and I was thinking, yeah. like, uh, this is not going to happen. But I didn't want to be that guy telling my, my friends, like, hey, can y'all squeeze through or can y'all move or something like that? Can we sit at a different chair because I can't fit? And, dude, <laughs> I remember just uh, just going for it. I put the food down, and I just squeezed in. But, bro, when I squeezed in, I bumped the table so aggressively that everybody's drinks fell over. Oh, my God. <laughs> it, oh wasn't even my a, it wasn't God. even a question if, like, your girl told you are, you, are you comfortable? It wasn't even that question, bro. It was one of those where they already knew, like, I fucked it up. I just saw big old splashes yeah, yeah. Of, oh. of of soda and tea and water just fall all over the place. And it was like a, a, an aggressive, it, it seemed like a half inch of just a pool of water on top of the table. On the plus side, oh, because of that so, mess, yeah. we did move to a table where I was more comfortable. But whatever. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, wow, man. Wow. I've, I've, I've had a sit. At the edge, and uh, like getting a, a chair and, and, and sit on oh, the edge, and have other everybody else, yeah, have everybody else. The AC Slater, you know? oh, we don't. AC Slater from yeah, uh, yeah. Saved by the Bell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've had to do that one or once, twice, mm -hmm. I think. Uh, but um, 
What is other some other experiences, man, that you've had where you had to squeeze into something? Oh man, uh, well, it's all the time, man. In my book, American Junkie, I wrote a whole chapter about it. The chapter was called Spectacle Eyes because I remember going into a restaurant, and I really do love Mexican breakfast. There's something about it, right? Mm. It's different from American breakfast. But Mexican breakfast, there's Mexican rice and beans involved and stuff like that, right? And I remember going to this Mexican restaurant, and like, I was trying to avoid being seen by people. So I went, I was like one of the first people there. But the problem was is that there were a lot of um, older people. You know, older people are up like at 4 in the morning. So they were there already. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I'm not going to be seen by peers or friends or coworkers or anything. So I show up. And for some reason, this restaurant had nothing but booze. No tables. Like, they were. Just, it was Ooh. like an all-booth restaurant. And... I could already tell, man, that I was not going to fit into these booths. So I literally scouted every single one of the booths. See, maybe there was one where there might be a little bit more give or something like that. Yeah. But nothing. And all these older people were just looking at me like, man, look at that monster. Wow. And (laughs) I eventually find a booth. I squeeze in. I was I was over 400 pounds at this time easily. I squeeze in and unfortunately some the waitress was very attractive, bro. She comes to me and I'm like, "Fuck. Like why did I have to get the hot waitress?" And I placed my order, bro. And my stomach, I mean that <laughs> like there was God. you couldn't fit a sheet of paper between my stomach and the end of the table. You know, like my, wow, it cut my, wow, it cut wow. my stomach in half where the top part of my stomach was two inches on top of the table. Yeah. 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 I've had that. I've had that. Yeah. And it's a fucking nightmare. And yeah. I remember or thinking when I ordered the food, I was, do I order because she's an attractive girl? Do I order something reasonable or do I order what I came for? <laughs> what do you think I did? That, uh, the- you ordered what you came for, no? I order, of course. I fucking order uh, three tacos, uh, the Mexican traditional Mexican breakfast. Yeah. I ordered it all, chilaquiles, you know, all that stuff. And she yeah, was like yeah. writing it down, like on her ticket, like she was writing a fucking novel, bro. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was one of my my second worst nightmare. That's in the book, American Junkie. If y'all want to check it out and read it. Uh, there's more detail to it. But, it's a great, uh, but it's a great book, by the way. I appreciate that, man. Thank yeah, you. it's a great book. I when I started reading it, um, it was a type where you just can't put it down. Mm, well, you I know, those then words. yeah, then when you finish the book, you're, you know, you start reflecting like everything because <laughs> everything you're writing, I'm seeing it play out in my head. Yeah. You know, the, the situations went through, the hiding of the food in the trunk, blah, 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 seeing yeah. the light in the living room, make sure everybody's Ooh. asleep, you know, everything, <laughs> the whole, the everything, and the whole book. I don't want to give it all up, but, you know, it, it, it's a it's a great book, man. It, it, it really is. Oh, I appreciate you know? that. When I wrote that book, it was, 
you know, I never seen a book about gaining weight. I always saw books about losing weight. Yeah. And I wanted to write like how do how does somebody weigh over 400 pounds and it's a situational book. Every chapter is about a different situation. And I wrote about what we're talking about today. You yeah. know, fitting into booze or fitting into awkward tight places where most people don't even think twice. You know, do you have do you have any any other kind of story where you're kind of maybe not a restaurant booth but somewhere else? Well, where, yeah, man, where I felt unsafe. I felt unsafe getting on carnival rides. Oh, bro. Yeah, the first scariest part ever is when mm-hmm. is when it's. I remember this. This is when I when I said, okay, you know, you're you're a heavy, big, fat motherfucker, right? This is when I knew it. It mm-hmm. was when I went on and got on a Ferris wheel, and I got on one side of the basket, right? And my, oh no, my kids got on one side of the basket. My kids got on one side of that basket on the first row. And they were horrified, bro. My kids. Because Mm -hmm. when I got in last, the whole basket just tipped way down, brother. Oh. I was, I was staring at the sky. (laughs) And my kids, and my kids were looking down at me. And so when the Ferris wheel went up, I mean, everybody was just scared out of their minds, bro. Like, like, why did they? And I thought to myself, why did they let me on this damn Ferris wheel in the first place? And I remember the guy locking the Ferris wheel, the the, the some you know safety bar, and it, it, it dude, he had like push, he had a push to click that sucker in because of my stomach, bro. He was probably like he was probably thinking, "Wow, like if if it does if he doesn't hear that little click, he's probably gonna have to tell you to get off." Yeah, yeah. If he doesn't hit, yeah. If there's no click, you cannot get off. And and, and you know and, 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 go ahead, no, go, go ahead. ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, and and um, and it got to the point where you know cause my kids were young, we'd go to the carnival every year. You know, um, it, it got to the point where I would have to ask, "What's the weight limit?" Oh, I know, devastating, brother. Devastating. Well, you heard you, about that kid in what was that, it, Florida? Yeah, I think that yeah, uh, yeah. fell down to his death because he was yeah. a bigger guy and they let him yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, rest in peace. No, no disrespect, but yeah, but yeah, man, it's you know, I mean, I don't know what happened. I don't know the details of that, but when I saw the pictures that he was a big kid, you know. Dude, there was there's a safety concern there, you know, right. and uh, I don't know, I don't know the details. Well, wh- but. Why do you think they let him on, or why do you think they let you on, knowing? I mean, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I don't know. Carnivals are so uh, yeah, uh, sketchy in a way, but why do you think they would let that kid on or you on? Look, look, I, I, my, they didn't want to deny my my ride. I guess I don't know because you gotta understand. These people running the carnival, the carnivals. Well, at least the carnivals. I don't know about the other big parts. Um, they're kids. You yeah, know, that's a good they're, point. They're, they're, good they're point. kids running those carnivals. Well, at least the ones here in town, they're kids. And right. and and um, you're gonna see in the future. You're gonna see, that, and they they don't want to insult anybody, but they're gonna have to for safety reasons. There's there's gonna be the height. The height requirement. 
there's also going to be the wage requirement. Oh, wow. Yeah, 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 that makes a lot of sense, man. Yeah, and it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to offend a lot of people. It's going to offend a lot of people. But there's going to also be a wage requirement. Just, I'm just marking my, mark my words, mark my words. There's going to be a a wage requirement where they're actually going to get straight and be like, dude, you're too big to get on this ride. Well, look, man, you and I, we're about to go to Asia. We're about to go on a 15, 20 hour ride. Yeah. And I'm telling you, brother, those airplane seats, you know, they're not big man friendly. What do you think of them? We've talked about a little bit about this on our earlier podcast episode. What do you think about them making you purchase uh, an extra an extra chair? Um, and I've heard that. I've heard that. But, but what's his uh, name? Kevin Smith. I mean, is it Kevin Smith, the director? Yeah. Well, anyway, Kevin Smith. Yeah. Uh, he, I I think that's where he. I think he's the one who said that they were gonna make him uh, buy a second chair. And dude, how big did he get? Well, he lost a lot of weight too, man. He but lost a big, lot of but weight. But how big did he get to the point where the plane's asking him to buy two seats? Well, look, man, those seats, uh, they're about, they average about 17 to maybe 19 and a half inches in width, if I'm not mistaken. So they're already, they're already tight, man. So I'm not really sure how big he got. I know he got pretty big. As a big guy, my, as a bigger guy myself and you, you can tell that his weight gain went mostly to uh, his hips. Okay. Oh, okay, his okay. torso. I mean, there's people. I mean, that that get a lot of belly weight, and there's people that get a lot of hip, and there's people that get a lot of thigh weight, and, or a mixture of all three or two. But for him, he mostly got thigh and hips. That his his it was just expanded. For me, it was mostly all, I was mostly all belly and chest and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, he had to buy two chairs. If I, if I got the story, if I got the guy wrong, I, I apologize. But mm-hmm. I know there was some celebrity where he had to buy a second plane ticket. Wow. Or he was asked to buy a second plane ticket. What do you think wow. about that? Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, it is what it is, man. Mm-hmm. It is what it is because if, look, if, if they're 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 looking after you, bro, because look, you can't have half of your ass sitting on one seat and the other the other half, you know, sitting, you know, and you know, not not buckled or sitting, you know, not sitting right. Period. Right. You know, you cannot have a four hundred pound man sitting in the middle seat between two people, bro. You're gonna that make the whole. You, you'll make everybody uncomfortable. Wow. Yeah, instead, you can tell the other person next to you, like, hey, man, I had to purchase, you know, this seat in the middle, you know, um, because I don't fit in this seat. But look, we can put both of our bags right here. You know, you can make it cool. You know what I mean? Let me ask you. Go ahead. Not to cut you off. It's relative, obviously. You know, we're about to go on this journey, man. I've never been on a plane ride that long. I've been on planes many times, but I've never been on anything more than Mm -hmm. a few hours. Yeah. And, you know, you and I, we're still transitioning in our way. You know, you and I have lost a lot of weight, close to 300 pounds combined. Uh-huh. And I'll be honest with you. Yeah. You know, I'm a, I'm considerably lighter than you, but 
at one point, even when I was losing all the crazy weight, I mean, I couldn't even put the belt buckle on. Like, I could sit in the chair just a little bit comfortably, but I couldn't even put the belt buckle. I had to, like, fake it, which I'm sure they knew about that. But I don't know how I would react if they asked me to buy a second chair. How would you react to that? If I they don't said, know. sir, I... uh, you're going to have to buy a second chair. I mean, we're leaving in a, in 48 hours, so. Uh, yeah, but but uh, what do you mean? Like, now i got to buy an extra ticket? I guess so. I don't know if it's a discount or a second chair or if it's like you have to buy an extra ticket when people bring their animals on. I don't know. But it, it, let's just say that you do have to buy another chair. What it are you is, doing? It, it is, it, I, I got to fly. I got to go. I, you know, it's, I, I got to, you know, I mean, depending, of course, I'm going to be, you know, a, a crazy amount of money for an extra chair. But, but I mean, dude, if you're not, if you're not properly, sitting down properly and safe and safe and, and buckled, then, yeah, for your safety, bro, for my mm. safety, um, it is what it is, man. Yeah, yeah. It is what it is. I mean, that sucks, bro. It really does. Mm-hmm. And I can understand how maybe somebody that's on a budget or whatever, you know, or I don't know, man, but it is what it is. Yeah. I, you yeah. know, I can't argue it, man. If I sit down in that chair, bro, and that belt buckle don't, don't buckle, um, we got some problems, bro. I think they have extenders. I could be wrong. Um, like an extension for the seatbelt. But I've been on planes many times, man. And for the most part, you know, I'm still transitioning in my weight. I got another 30, 40 pounds to lose, hopefully. <laughs> and uh, I still struggle, bro. I still struggle. Now, I will admit with my weight loss that I've had, I haven't really had to worry about booze as much as much at, at restaurants. Uh, but... When it comes to like transportation, riding on the, the the bus or getting on a plane or whatever, I get a little concerned, you know, because, you know, I'm still a bigger guy. I still have issues. And that's what I'm worried about, man. Like, how am I going to handle this 20 hour ride being a little bit pinched? I mean, and there's other guys that are tall and there's other guys that are obviously have weight issues like you and I that don't have that luxury, bro. Like what the fuck do they do? That that's what yeah, crosses my yeah, mind on yeah, that shit. Yeah, I don't know. Has anybody ever been turned down because they were just too big to get on a plane? I'm not really sure. I don't know how that works because what did they make them? I mean, what if the flight is sold out? What if the flight is sold out Every and they can't even buy it. another chair? What do they make them wait on another plane where there is available seating? Yeah, I think so. I think you'll get a discount on the other one or something. Yeah, you know because that shit should have been that should should have been um there should have been a disclosure, no? I would think so. Like, I mean, hey, I haven't. You weigh you weigh more than three hundred and thirty pounds. We advise you to fight. You know, they gotta see something. Well, you're a taller guy. You're six two, six three, that and I'm telling three, you, yeah. man, that that leg room is it's tight. You know, uh, unless you get one of those uh, aisle seats or you buy yeah, an extra yeah. leg room. Yeah, I got I got the exit seat. I made sure, but you know which one to get, and just so I can extend my legs a little. Right. But I mean, yeah, I mean, what would you do in a situation where 
they tell you, like, hey, uh, you know, you're going to have to find an extra seat. What, how did you react to it? Wow, million-dollar question. Like, today, I'm at that point, if I'm going to get on a 20-hour flight, 15-hour, whatever, I kind of just want to be as comfortable as possible. And I probably would pay it, man. Even What I, if it was packed and they told you you can't leave till tomorrow? Well, you know my situation with Asia. I would do it. But for other people that are more time restraint, oh, man. At, at a certain point, you got to weigh out your options. What are the other options that I have? And I don't know what kind of option because I've never been in that situation. I haven't heard of really any other type of situation on that plane, to be honest with you. I don't know, man. I can't answer that question. Yeah, me neither. I, I me, it's just I got to bite the bullet, bro. I got to see how many, you know, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to. If I got to get to where I got to get to, and they mm -hmm. tell me I got to purchase another, another seat, then if I can get a nice discount, then yeah, sure. If they tell me, hey, you're going to have to wait till tomorrow, you know, to get on this flight and we'll help you out with the, you know, we'll, we'll hook up the hotel or whatever it is. Um, I'll take it. How will I be offended? Nah, I'd be embarrassed. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I'd be embarrassed. I, uh, I be feel, I feel that way too. I've told you this story. I remember getting on a bus from Dallas to McAllen. McAllen is our hometown. I, mm -hmm. and I, t I was a teacher in Dallas for about five years. And I got into a Greyhound bus, and at this time, I was maybe 320, 330, around there. And it was one of those older buses from, like, it seemed like the 90s or 80s. I could be off. Mm -hmm. And the chair was, it seemed like it was made for the max capacity of 230-pound guy. What? And, yeah, it seemed like that. I don't know mm -hmm. if it was, but it seemed like that because when I tried to sit down in that chair... That chair was, I mean, by the way, that bus was full capacity. There was no, I had no other choice but to get that chair. Mm -hmm. Bro, I could even, I swear, I know I, I might sound like I'm exaggerating. I couldn't fit more than, I couldn't fit both of my butt cheeks on there. Like, I literally had to sit on it on my side. Like, I was wow. sliding into home base in a baseball game wow. for, eight, for eight hours. And it's a bus ride, so they take every stop. So it's really like 10 and a half, 11 hours. Yeah, 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 yeah. So for 11 hours, I was there, like, literally laying on my side because I couldn't, you know, sit comfortably. Dad, that was like I remember. Torture. Yeah, I remember squeezing it. it I, I remember squeezing in both of my hips so I could just sit down regularly. Mm -hmm. It was too painful. I was like, nah, fuck that. So I just, I just like laid on my elbow for fucking 10, 11 hours, man. And every bus stop that we had, and you know, for those that know. You were, you, you were sitting in the aisle? And I was on the aisle seat, yeah. Oh, I was okay, on the aisle okay. seat. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. So I could at least kick out my legs a little bit, but still. But every bus stop we had, believe me, I got down and walked around just so I could get some kind of comfort. Circulation. But circulation, shit like that. And if you're ever on a Greyhound bus, man, it gets hot in there, brother. So. Yeah, dude. That, that was one of the reasons I avoided that bus. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the, yeah. The, you know, the, 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 you know, I've heard about the, the airplanes have new, fil you know, new filters or whatever, like an air system, you know, because mm -hmm. of the whole COVID thing. 
and that's and 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 I don't think the buses were equipped with that. Right. That's why I avoided that bus too. But anyway, but yeah, I get it, man. It's it's torture. It's right. torture, man. And and um, and it, believe it or not, man. Even even my size right now, where I'm mm-hmm. at, um, mm-hmm. it's still difficult. Right. It, right. It's it's still difficult. I still have to pick and choose. Like, mm-hmm. where am I going to eat? And is there chairs? What kind of seating's available? Right. You know, um, it, it's tough for a big guy, man. It, it really right. is. You know, to right. try to fit in. I mean, the way this country's going, it's, you know, this country, you know, um, with the kids being obese and all that, you're going to see, man. With all these accidents happening, you're going to see that it, th- there's going to be a weight requirement. Right. You know, a height and weight, and it's gonna offend a lot of people, but it's it's a safety thing, man. Mm. And 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 instead of being you know outraged and angry, people people have to understand that uh, that being obese is is is, is uh, you know it's not normal. It's not something to be okay with. Now you know? we talked about we had an episode about. Uh, overweight models, fat models, whatever you call it, right? A few a few weeks ago, and I was at the mall a little while ago, and I saw a picture of an overweight model, and mm. it got me upset. We already had a whole episode of why it got me upset, and I'm thinking that having overweight models, I know this is controversial. Like I said, we had a whole conversation about it. I think it's leading to Americans or any other culture, not just Americans, but mostly Americans, like you were saying, say that it's okay to be obese. You get opportunities like being a model, being obese, and what I'm afraid is going to happen is what you're saying. It's going to affect the youth so much, even older people so much, that... I don't want the last thing I want are little kids to have the issues that you and I have had. Yeah. And then yeah. have to fucking uh hey guys, I don't think we could sit on this booth here. Can we go sit on this yeah. where, the, where the chairs are? Yeah. And even then, sitting on chairs is fucking <laughs> it's not it's not 100%. I there's been plenty of times when I was at my heaviest when I would sit on a chair and I could hear the wood on the chair. Uh, crack a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I, oh man, come on. Yeah, it happens with that. Yeah. Mhm. Mm-hmm. You know when I lay mm-hmm. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, I, uh, I remember laying on a friend's bed when I was staying over, and this is when I was at my biggest. <laughs> I lay down on the bed, and I kind of the bed kind of like, like dips. And he tells yeah. me, do you know that's a super strong, firm mattress? Like, it shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. And I just, it was, it was, I was, it, I think it goes back to what you were saying earlier. I wasn't upset. I was more embarrassed about everything. Oh, yeah, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I got it on with one chick, and, you know, we went into her bedroom, bro, and we took that bed down, bro. <laughs> uh, but we didn't we didn't stop and I knew with my weight and um, and I remember the bed just going right through the frame though and right. you know and we were just like fucking right huh. and um, the next day you know she tells me man you know my mom came over <laughs> and, and she 
she said my mom came over and she saw the bed, you know, half like, like you know, like in an incline right on the floor, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, and she knew, she knew that I was in there. Because, you know, she's, a, you, know, the, you know, the chick I'm out with. How do you say it? She doesn't weigh, weigh much. Right. You know, maybe, I don't know how much. But anyways, and her mom knew I was there. Hey. You know, because she knew she was floating around with me. And right, she's right. like, hey, you two cannot be rolling around in, you know, in, in, in a bed like this. You know, y'all need to start, you know, her mom told her. Y'all need to start having fun on the sofa on the floor. First you of know? all, that's a pretty cool mom. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I have the same bed stories. When I was at my heaviest, every time I would lay down on the bed, if I moved a little bit, that bed was falling off the frame. Every single time. I I would say in a week, the bed would, would get off the frame about four to five times a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. I was, I was, I was, you know, you know, you know, you're heavy, you know, it's hard to get up and down, get up and down, especially when you're laying down. Yeah. And there were times where I was like, nah, fuck that, I'll just sleep on a slant, you know? Yeah, yeah, I, I did, yeah, we did that too, you know, we did that too. Here's, an, here's another thing that I've noticed that has changed uh, after losing weight. I was so big. That whenever I would lay down on my mattress, not only would it pop off the frame, but the bed sheet, uh, the bedspread or whatever it is that goes around the mattress, every single time would flop up. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but now that I've lost the weight, it has not happened one single time. So now I'm thinking, because that's my biggest pet peeve when the corner of the bedspread comes off, I'm like, fuck. That has not happened since I've lost a considerable amount of weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, let me ask you one more question and we'll we'll end it here. Mm -hmm. Do you remember your first time realizing you couldn't fit in a chair? Or in a a booth or something like that? When you realize Um, you crossed that threshold? Not to put you on the spot. Uh, yeah, I think it was. I think it was at the theater. Oh, shit. Yeah, one time we went to the theater, and it was an old-school type theater um, right here in town. Um, and I remember going, and, dude, I couldn't fit. I could not fit in that chair. I would have to sit over there where the handicapped chairs were. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um yeah, it was, it was, I was, I, I don't remember what year it was, but yeah, it was at the theater. Mm-hmm. I just didn't fit in the seat. I was like, I don't fit. And that's it. Wow. You know, I you wasn't, didn't... you know, I didn't, you know, I, I was embarrassed. I was mad. I was ashamed. I was like, you know, everything, all my emotions. Mm-hmm. And right. I realized that, that I crossed that uh, threshold. How about wow. you, man? Well, you, before I get to that, you reminded me. I was watching an episode of Pawn Stars a while back, and some guy came in with uh, a Yankees stadium chair before they tore it down or something. Yeah, yeah. It could have been a different stadium. I don't know, but I think it was a Yankees stadium. And the chair was so small. And the owner of the pawn shop uh, goes, you know, the stadium chairs were so much smaller back then. Because obesity wasn't that much of an issue back in the day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
And that reminded me of your theater story. Yeah, yeah, true. True. Wow. Also, 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 one, well, I want to throw one more in there also. When I knew, uh, also was like when I couldn't put on the seatbelt in the car. Right. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I pulled all the way, all the, everything that rolled out of there, bro. Mm-hmm. Everything. And it just wouldn't button. I would have to drive, hold it onto the seatbelt. Well, that's actually my story. You asked me mm-hmm. when was the first time. Yeah. I remember getting into my mom's car and I had to push the seat all the way back. Yes. And I'm only 5'11 on a good day. I'm not tall. And I remember doing that. And, you know, of course I've been in cars before, but I was always the one driving. It's very rare I'm not driving. So I had my seat the way it was. But getting into somebody else's car for the first time and having to pull that motherfucker all the way back or push it all the way back, mm-hmm. it was. <laughs> I, I remember thinking like, okay, that's uh, that's pretty fucked up. That's pretty. Yeah, fucked up. yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, man. and I remember sitting down and looking at the reflection in the window. Not only was I embarrassed, but all I see, because I was a little bit reclined too, just so I could be comfortable, because I, when I was at my biggest, you know, sitting up like in a, in a perfect L, like in a car seat is very uncomfortable for somebody that's obese. Mm-hmm. So I had to like pull the handlebar, handlebar ball up so the back part can go back a little bit. Yeah. And I yeah. remember while we're driving off, just seeing my reflection in the window and I was all belly bro like my belly was so high you could see it over the uh the little part between the the pan the window panel so if somebody was outside looking at you in the car they'd see your belly in the front seat and your head in the back seat uh yeah yeah basically pretty much yeah yeah yeah, exactly and bro right i'm not your height you know i'm just an average 510 511 guy Yeah, yeah so that was my first time realizing that furniture was an issue. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Oh, but, man. Yeah. So, you know, when we talk about fitting into tight places, whether it's a carnival ride or a car seat or a stupid booth in a restaurant, I just recommend. If you're going to be with a, a person that's struggling with weight or an obese person, both, well, I guess they're the same, keep that in mind. Yeah. You know, yeah. keep that in mind, like, hey, I'm with the bigger, even if he's taller or she's taller. You know, sometimes what's comfortable to you might not be comfortable to them. And I would just recommend just be conscious of that. When I wrote my book, it was also to give people that don't have our weight issues an idea of what we go through, you know? Yes. To yes. empathize, like, oh, I didn't realize. I've, I've, yeah, had, I've had people yeah. read my book say, like, oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, and, yeah. That's why your book was so relatable, though. Yeah. You yeah, know I mean? wanted people to feel that, to feel like people that don't have weight issues to understand, like, hey, I didn't even, I didn't even notice that. I mean, I would say every person in America maybe even the world, knows somebody obese. Yeah, you know, yeah, probably yeah. knows many people that are obese. And yeah, just keep that in going. mind. 
yeah, the struggle is real, bro. Right, right, right. The struggle is real, bro. So, you know, I love this episode. Do you have any final words, man? Um, uh, no, man. If, whenever you, when, you know, you're somebody that's struggling with, you know, being obese, and being overweight, whatever, and, um, you know, you're going to go on a date or you're going to go out some, you know, somewhere, always make sure you scope out the place. Yeah. You know, yeah. and don't get caught in a situation like I did where I went into this new restaurant. It, it, <laughs> it, well, at least for me, it was embarrassing. And I felt ashamed, man. I felt ashamed. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, so you're not alone. You're not alone. I've been right. through it. Minutes have gone through it. Mm-hmm. Um, just keep your head up, man. Let me ask you one question, a little bit relatable. Uh-huh. If you open your own restaurant, okay, I know you do ba- barbecue better. Let's say you open your own barbecue. Yeah. Restaurant. How would you have the layout in terms of tables and booths and stuff? It'd be on tables with comfortable chairs, big, you know, big, strong wooden chairs. Really? Yeah, yeah. There's nothing like sitting on a big chair, bro. Mm-hmm. You and know, here's the uh, funny thing. I'm a booth guy. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I love them. Even when I was at my biggest, I when the the booths were just too tight, mm-hmm. it, it would it would kind of ruin my experience at that restaurant. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know that's just, you know that's taste and everything like that. Yeah, yeah. I, but I was I was told that those uncomfortable seats are made for people to to eat and get out. Yeah, that's true. Like, uh, yeah, that's true. That's yeah. True. You know, um, so. I remember your story. You would always tell me about the movie Shallow How. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where uh, she sits on a she breaks a chair and it was yeah she she completely flattens it out. <laughs> yeah, he gets angry with the manager. He's like, "What is this made out of?" And the manager's like, "Steel." You gotta get a better <laughs> welder. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Well, all right. This has been a great episode uh, was, for all man. those uh, listening online. Make sure you follow us. Send us some comments on Instagram, the Living Large Podcast. You can find us on Apple, Google, Spotify, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And until next time, my man. Till next time, brother. All right, brother. I love you and I'm proud of you, man. Love you too, man. Take care. All right, you too.